live your life This is a new day to try to get right This is a new day to get on track Yeah, that's life in football This is a new day to live your life This is a new day to try to get right This is a new day to get on track Yeah, that's life in football It's life in football We are life in football You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast Check out the new website, lifeandfootball.com. Welcome to the Life and Football Podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Fee. And this your coach, Colin Moore. You know we loving life and enjoying football. Top-notch coaches all around the world. Top, top-notch coaches all around the world. Today we got Coach Antonio Thomas on. And he doing his thing right now for Auburndale, for them dogs, baby. And see, the thing is, he one of the best defensive line coaches in Polk County, man. And I see him over here with his HBC on Benedict College. Now, let me speak on that for a few seconds. If y'all ain't winning, check out they stadium, you tripping. Nice turf field, bricked up stadium, beautiful, man. I'm, I promise you, you go look at they stadium. They are, what y'all, what that, D2 or D3? D2. D2. You go look at it, man. They look like they almost supposed to be in the MEAC or the SWAT. Nice uniform, and I'm telling you, man, so it's, it's, that's a little extra, you know, little love I got for him. I played at Alabama State. If y'all watched it, y'all know. But Coach here, right here, man, he doing He done brought it back to the hometown, and he doing things with these young men and kind of putting them up on game. And I love when you got a coach who done went to college, played, and can put you in a situation to better help or assist your game. But without further ado, I'm going to let Simo bring him on. How you doing, Coach? Man, I'm doing good, man. That's a blessing to be here, man. Hey, it's a blessing to have you on. I see you repping hard. Got your Armadale hat sitting right there front and center. Like Mike said, got Benedict College on rolling. Oh, yeah. Now, you the first coach I done ever talked to that handled a bit. Now, I done had some coaches that coach football and track, uh, you know, football. But you coach football and wrestling, which to me goes hand in hand because we had a lineman on that's at um Coastal Carolina, Willie Willie Lumpkin, and he said how much wrestling helped him. So how you combine the two where you actually wanted to be coaching football as well as coaching wrestling? How that came about? All right, so let me give y'all the whole rundown. So when I was in high school, um John O'Neill, um y'all had him on. Right. He was our defensive coordinator mm. and uh I used to get in fights at practice. You know, mm. I used to fight guys. Sometimes I just didn't want to be at practice. So I just started swinging on somebody. And, he, you know, he came up to me and he said, hey, man, I think you should come uh, wrestle for me. So I was like, you know, I thought about it a little bit. Mm. And then, you know, I gave it a go. And we actually had a little success. So once I did that, you know, I I, was, I ended up being, you know, one of the top wrestlers in the state my senior year. Mm. And went off to college, played football, came back. And uh, I was coaching at Bartow football. So you was in Barto with my school at. Right. Okay. I was at Barto and our head football coach was the AD. So he was like, he was looking for a wrestling coach. Mm-hmm. And all the coaches on the staff was like, well, you know, coach wrestled in high school. Right. So I'm like, okay. And we had a brief conversation about it. Mm-hmm. End of the football season, he said, hey, coach, you know, wrestling starts. You know, it's like November. He said, coach, wrestling starts whenever you get ready. Man, I'm like, get ready. We ain't never agree on that. So then <laughs> next thing you know, I got parents calling me that same night, like, Coach, when does practice start? So I'm wow. like, oh, man, I ain't have a clue of what I was doing. 
But, you know, again, I was like, okay, I done got put into a leadership role, so mm-hmm. let me take it and run with it. Right. Uh, fast forward, I ended up going, coaching there, um, and I, I got I got real, I, I found a real love for it. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to um, Arbondale. I ended up getting a call, you know, about a job position to open up at Arbondale. So right. I was like, man, this is my hometown. You know, that's where I want to be at. You know, I want to give back to the community because right. I look at it all as community service. Mm-hmm. And so when I got back to Arbondale, I coached football for one year. And then a guy called me. He was like, hey, man, you want to officiate wrestling? Because that year I wasn't, you know, coaching it. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. It's extra money. So then, you know, that following year, the school, the head coach of the school, he had left. So they asked me to be the head coach that year. And I was like, nah, I don't. I'd rather be an assistant. Right. So then they hired a guy, uh, Matt Jones, who's a good friend of mine. He took over the program. Mm-hmm. I was his assistant. At the end of that year, he left. Mm-hmm. So then uh, he asked me again. I said, hey, you want to be the head coach? You know, it's an opportunity. And I was like, at that point, I was like, you know what, man? It must be my calling. God must have me. He must want me to do this. Right. Because every time I get in a situation, it this all Right. So I ended up uh, taking over the program. Um, my first year, we we did pretty good as a team, but just individually, we didn't have you know good individuals. Um, last year, you know, I got some of the football players to come out, and they had a lot of success. Uh, one of my guys, uh, Big Nate Gabriel, um, he's <clears throat> one of my defensive tackles. Uh, he's also my heavyweight wrestler. Um, he's, you know, he he uh, finished sixth in the state as a sophomore. So, you know, we're looking for him to have a big year going into his junior year in football and wrestling. Um, he, I think he currently holds two offers. Um, so University of South Florida, which we actually went to yesterday, and then uh, FAU. So now, coach, when you out there with the boys, getting them right in football, and I know you teaching them the moves that gonna make them benefit all the way around because you're on the line, so you give them just what they need. Like, how does it feel just giving back to them and like, hey, boy, I played college ball. Don't play me like I ain't been there. So how does that feel to give them? all that great information like that. Well, I always tell them, look, I've been where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. So, like, every high school athlete is trying to go to college. Right. So I've been there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling them, look, you know, I done been in the trenches. My position coach was in the NFL in college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've dealt with some good coaches. Right. And basically, I just take what they taught me, and I bring it back to my city, and I try to, you know, uplift the kids and give mm-hmm. them the tools that they need to be successful um, a lot of my guys that I've coached in high school, they go out to college and they're like, man, coach, you know, I'm a little bit ahead of some of the other kids. Right. And I'm like, that's how it was for a guy that I was competing against when I was getting ready to go to college. Because I didn't have, you know, a great position coach in high school. Right. You know, it was kind of, we was playing off ability. Mm-hmm. So when I got to college, you know, it was another guy that they recruited, the Benedict, who was about the same size as me. And I'm looking at him like, I'm like, man, what? It's a little bit, he got a little bit more to him because, I mean, he came from a state championship program in Alabama. um, And again, he just had more football smarts. Right. So that's something I had to learn. So my goal, anytime I coach any of my defensive linemen, is to give them those tools. Show them, hey, look, this is how you watch film. This is how you break down film. This is how you study your opponents. Mm -hmm. And that's the stuff I didn't have. So that's that's one of the things that I like to give back to my guys whenever I'm coaching them and stuff. That's my coach. I know you went to Benedict. What what year did you go there? Uh, I graduated Arbondale 2013. So my first season playing at Benedict was 13, and my last season was 16. And I graduated 17. So, so I played four years there. So you were there when they um fixed up the stadium? How it is now? No, it was already fixed when I got there. What about the turf? That was there. Today? It was all yep yep. Oh yeah. Man, let me tell you something. I can't remember what I was watching. 
And I was, and I was looking like, oh my goodness, this Benedict. Because I remember, I played. See, I played the Alabama State, but it was like in two thousand seven, no six, and we was at a hotel and we seen Benedict at the hotel. Right. So I'm already assuming. I guess they played Tuskegee that Saturday. Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of fast forward. You know, their uniform was how fly they are now. Right. I remember just looking like, okay, they all right. I guess, you know, you know when you had a certain, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. But then I saw fast forward and I see the new Benedict, the new version. Like, ooh. Like, how, like what? What was your mind frame when you saw the field and that? I'm pretty sure they probably showed you bro- brochures and other things before that, but well, y'all had social media too, though. So how was that um, choosing Benedict? Well, actually, um, I was I I'm gonna say I'm, I was very undersized as a defensive tackle. So, but my skill set, I had some some skills that you know that could translate over to the next level. Um, you know, I was. I'm going to say under-recruited because I felt like I was a better player. Mm-hmm. Um, but Benedict, you know, was a place that I found out about through my mom's friend. So she – well, my mom's boss, actually, she told them about an educational um, opportunity for people that want to be teachers in the future. Not saying that I wanted to be a teacher. Right. I am a teacher. But basically she was like, look, you know, this HBCU has opportunities for black men who want to become educators and they'll pay for the schooling. So, but I actually studied business, so it didn't even work out that way. Hmm. Um, so then I went, so I went on there and I was like, okay, they got a uh, football program. Then I looked and seen South Carolina State had the same opportunity. So I went on South Carolina State website, put in my information to their questionnaire and Benedict gave me back probably that Monday and was like, hey man, we want to offer you a scholarship. Wow. So, for football, and so I was like, okay, cool. But at again, at that time, I'm thinking, all right, I'm a, I'm better than Benedict, you know. But again, you know, I kind of rolled it out. I was like, man, let me see if something else gonna pop up. And I ended up committing to them after the, my re- senior year wrestling season. So because the coaches stayed on my phone, hey man, how you doing? What's up, man? You gonna come up here and play for us? Right. I'm like, man, I don't know, man. I'm like, but then signing day came, and it was like, dang, nobody else really. I mean, Stillman College and. A couple uh shorter university, a couple other smaller schools reached out to me, but you know, one of my teammates from high school ended up going to Stillman. And my mom was like, ah, I want you to go somewhere where you don't know nobody. I want you to become your own person. So okay. that way you don't you ain't sitting up here, you know, following behind that right. person. So I go to Benedict and you know, again, it was all love, man. I I, I looked at us, you know, as a collective people differently because for the first time in my life, you know, I'm around other black people that have a common goal and right. that's to get your education. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, you know, we used to go to these Martin Luther King parades and right. stuff, and you'd be around a whole bunch of black people, a whole bunch of crazy stuff go down. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm in this, I'm in this area. I'm out of, I'm out of my comfort zone. Right. You know, I'm, I'm out of my state. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm here, and it's like, man, you know what? It ain't a whole bunch of drama going on. Right. Everybody here to get education. Right. And and that was the, it gave me more pride in myself. Mm-hmm. You know, just off the strength of that, man. I'm like, dang, this is. That's where I need to be. You know, God put me there, and that was where I needed to be. Yes, so, so. so. Now, see, see, Coach, a lot of people, when they when they hear HBCU, they don't realize, like, you got a lot of sophisticated people there. Right. Like, they own their job. You you had them guys. I'm pretty sure y'all had it, too. They be dressed down. Every day for a seminar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, seminar. You come in that full suit. Yeah, Tie yeah, everything. Some of the female, like. They they come and trying to run companies, you right. know, and it, and it's impressive, 
And it, it, it let you know, you know, you got to up your game as well. Right. I know more million. I ain't going to lie. Right now, I just graduated 2017, mm-hmm. but I know more millionaires want to Benedict College than I probably would ever know. And I got classmates right now that are making millions. And I see them. And, you know, you see the stuff they post and you see right. the businesses they done started since 2017. Right. I'm like, man, these, you know, but again, my calling is to give back to my city and my community. So, you know, I'm walking in that. But that's, you, you definitely see yeah, a lot yeah. of that. And it's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. Definitely a beautiful thing. Nah, Coach, I want to know how was it for you growing up? Okay, I came up in um, Arbondale area. I was born in Bartow. Yes, sir. Um, came up in Arbondale. Uh, my daddy, all his his side of the family is from Arbondale. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mom, mom and dad was together for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they split up. So, you know, every time, you know, you have a divorce, kids go through things where, you know, you have to deal with stuff. And for me, that gave me more of a chance to be with my homeboys. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. hang out in the neighborhood and get into stuff that I shouldn't have got in. You know, I, honestly, I'm grateful because, you know, I made it out, man. I made it out because I got friends right now that's serving life in prison. I got a brother that's serving life in prison. So me personally, I look at it like, man, you know, again, God had a calling. He had something that he wanted me to do. And so every day I'm I'm giving back to my community, like giving my story to these kids. You know, whenever I come and teach, you know, the first thing I do is I pull up a PowerPoint of me how I used to be. Right. Like I show them the dreadlocks. I yeah. show them the gang signs. I show them me holding up, you know what I'm saying, stuff that they oh, think wow. that they that they glorify mm-hmm. now. And I'm telling them, like, look, you can't look at that person and say, hey, he's going to be an educator. Right. I say, do he look like a teacher? Right. Nah. The kid's like, nah. I say, of course. So I say, look, it ain't about where you start. You know, it's about where you progressively work to get to right. you know, and be. So, you know, again, like I said, I love giving back to my community. I love teaching the kids. You know, I love everything. You know, I love everything that I'm doing. I think, um, you know, I thank God every day for it because, again, I could be, you know, somebody warehouse right now, killing myself. You know, blessing Arvindale for a fact. Yeah. So, blessing them. You know, I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm grateful, man. You know what? Let me start right. Now. Shout out to my beautiful wife. We just had our fourth anniversary. Congrats. Um, this, you know, this week. So, <laughs> shout out to her. Love you, baby. Um, you know, and again, like I said, I'm just I'm just blessed to be in the situation I'm in. You did the right thing right there, Coach. <laughs> you got to show love to the wife. And at times, sometimes, you know, they, they think they be taking a back seat. But sometimes they actually do. But you show, you you put forward that effort even right here on the part. Hey, hey, girl, I love you, you know, this and this and that. Yeah. So, uh, hey, I got to give a shout out to you and show, you know, show love because a lot of times they get lost. You know, a lot, especially me, some of the men on my friend, you know. Well, Coach, you're doing a great job. Appreciate they it. Hey, one time for Benedict. They oh, yeah. <laughs> Go Tigers. Time. Yeah, big time program, man. I'm telling y'all, if y'all ain't checked them out, y'all better go look it up now. It ain't no game. I, I do want to say, between y'all two, which he always showed me the HBCU love, because he went to Alabama State, and then you come and talking. Y'all boys be making me want to go take another class, just sign up for some classes oh. and get that history that I never got to get. Because, you know, when you go to a PWI, you ain't getting that. Uh, you don't, so it's, I, it's I definitely want that. Different. I want to get that one day, like, because the stuff he done said, I know y'all got it. I, I, I really miss that. I, I wish all of us can get that, yeah. but... I want that, and especially how you just walking in here. And everybody who seem like everybody who go to a black college, when y'all come on, boy, y'all rep it to the T. Got to. Got yeah. to. Well, love well, it, love well it. you know what? Actually, any college, man, yeah. people going to 
Yeah, but it's... Because, I, see, I stand telling her, saying, it's some people, you can't tell them they ain't the coach, the head coach at Florida State. I mean, I hate to say that, but... Go Gators on that note. I'm yeah, Ooh, okay, but we're going to leave it right there, man. Hey, Coach Tom, he doing the thing. And I'm telling y'all, man, Arbondale, they running a nice football program over there. Nice uniform, fly uniform. Y'all see he got the A up on the table, man. If y'all play out here and want to be inspired and want to see a coach, or even you just want to go holler at him, man, communicate with him about college and different things, I'm pretty sure he'll be willing to help you. And I'm going to leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down or else you'll fall to the ground. It's the Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time.